If you don't stream this podcast right now, I'll go crazy. And I'll probably sip tea. (laughs) I clearly need to go ahead and just put out that R&B album that I so desperately need to make. But um, until then, let's just get back to the little podcast I do every week, okay? am Tammy and this is episode number 81. This is the June check-in episode and that just means that we'll be recapping some things that did happen in the month of June or at least I think happened in the month of June and um, if they didn't happen in the month of June please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Well let's jump right into things. The first thing I want to talk about well the first few things to be honest. The first few things that I want to talk about are not in the most positive light. And so that's why I want to just get those out of the way. So I don't seem like I'm just being a negative Nancy the entire episode. Okay. Um, First thing I want to jump into is the Netflix series. She's got to have it season two specifically. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think season two dropped the beginning of June and I watched it, watched all episodes because I've seen all of season one. And this show, I feel like I'm supposed to love, but I don't. I tried really hard to love it. And let me, let me backtrack. There are some things that I do actually enjoy in this show, but this is a type of cultural black show that is supposed to essentially represent me. Um, The star of the show is a young black woman who is a millennial who is artistic and just wants to get her art out there and be heard, you know, and that's a lot of us, right? That's supposed to be a relatable storyline for us black people. And somehow I just could not relate. And I, I was looking at myself like I did something wrong. Like I was digesting this show incorrectly and I've come to the conclusion, and please don't let this ruin your viewer um, experience, but to me, this show is not good. It is bad, essentially. Um, Some good elements of the show is the cinematography. Like, it's shot beautifully. Beautiful colors, beautiful people, beautiful places, um, beautiful actors, beautiful actresses. Like there, there's a lot of gems. It's just that the way it was pieced together, it was done incorrectly. And I think by the incorrect people, um, this is a Spike Lee joint. And I can tell that this story And this viewpoint is coming from someone who is not a millennial. Um, It seems like it is a mockery of millennials and a mockery of black womanhood sometimes. Um, If you do watch the show, um, pay attention to the scripting. Pay attention to the dialogue that they're using. Um, Pay attention just to some of their actions, the the task that they're doing on their day-to-day. It just does not seem like a realistic... um, 
viewpoint and perspective of a black millennial. What it seems like to me and how it's coming off, it's from a older person who thinks they know about millennialism, if that's a word. Again, it comes off as a, as a mockery and almost like I'm being made fun of. Like, this is what y'all do, right? Like, this is what y'all like, right? And it's pandering to me. Now, a show that has almost the exact same elements and the exact same, I want to say, intent when coming to relate to Black millennials who that does not come off as a mockery and does not come off as forced or just incorrect is insecure because that is actually told by a black millennial woman. Um, You can see the drastic differences in she's got to have it and insecure. Again, please don't let my opinion ruin your viewer experience, but as you watch and if you are a black millennial and you feel like you are not enjoying the experience, pay closer attention to what they're saying and what they're doing. And that may be the reason why you're just taken out of the experience of such a beautifully shot and beautifully casted show. It's like wasted potential. And I hate to say it, like this show is just not good. We're supposed to like it as black folk, but I do not blame you if you don't. Because Spike Lee has been missing, you know, as of late. You know, he's made a lot of classics. He's made a lot of great things. But have y'all seen Chirac? That is very similar to She's Gotta Have It. Just a mockery, just insensitive, just inaccurate. Um, That might be the word of the day. Inaccurate. Um, Spike Lee may need to learn that word. But um, again, I just don't want to seem like I'm being a negative Nancy the whole show. So let me just, let's just move on. Um, Another, you know thing that I would say that I'm supposed to enjoy but I'm not enjoying is the new single from the queen herself Nicki Minaj Megatron. (sighs) Nicki Nicki was teasing this song right she's Megatron's coming Megatron's on the way Megatron's dropping this date had us all on the edge of our seat and let me backtrack not all of us A lot of us have already written off Nicki Minaj due to her her past antics. And I know I've come on here and say that I'm basically done with Nicki, but I'm a peep if she drops, you know what I mean? I'm always peep and see what she's saying. I'm I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to get on here and lie like I didn't listen to the song. So I tuned in like the old Barb I I am. And um, (laughs) it was so... these laughs turns turn into tears um the song was just so disappointing um she she has said the word megatron before and another song right and so a lot of fans were stirring up a lot of anticipation talking about oh megatron is her next personality she references megatron and chun li that is obviously another you know villain that she's going to paint we're gonna get a new wig we're gonna get a, a new vibe, a new sound. This is Nikki's return. And um, Megatron eventually dropped and it was the exact opposite of what everyone was anticipating. It was the same Nikki, the same old pandering of a summer hit and the same old wig. Like, damn, you couldn't even give us a, a new wig, a yellow one, like something, some bangs again. She couldn't even give us bangs for the summer. 
Okay, so I don't know what to do with Nikki at this point. I really don't because I've given her chance after chance. Even people, I mean, people are saying that her wobble verse with g e z and um, whose song is that? Chris Brown was good, but I don't even think that was good. Like Nikki has not been good for a minute now. And I'm just like, Nikki, what is going on? Is it this jailbird man that you are engaged to? Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Let me stop. But okay, let me just wrap this up in saying Megatron is not it. And Nikki, I don't know what you need to do to get to where you should be. But um, maybe just going away a little bit longer will do it. I know supposedly you're on a hiatus, but not really. Last summer you had an album. Take two, three years off. Do a feature every now and then. Go the Wayne route. You know what I mean? Like just do some features. I, I don't know what else advice I can give because you know what? I'm not a rapper. So let me just shut up and, and do my job in podcasting and maybe Nikki will figure it out soon. But um, let's move on to some, some lighter notes. Um, and it doesn't even sound like I'm moving on to lighter notes, but <laughs> let's talk about the XXL freshman list. Um, XXL recently drop the list for the freshmen. And if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, um every year since I don't know, oh something, um Double XL has released um, an official freshman class list. Um a list of up and coming rappers that are just essentially killing the game and that we should get behind and support. And the list is pretty stacked with accurate um, artists, I would say. Um, but if you are unfamiliar, the list comes down to 10 people. I'm not going to name them all, but I am going to name my favorites. Um, Meg the Stallion. I know I've said before how I'm not the biggest fan of her, her flow or just her, her songs period, but I love her and I love seeing a woman succeeding in this male-dominated game. And so props to you, Megan. Props to Rico Nasty, who also made the list, and Tierra Whack. So three women, the most ever, right? Because I think they only usually allow one per cover, which is stupid. Um, We finally got three. And so um, in addition to those three, we have YBM Corday. Um, and then we also have the baby. Um, so those are some of the people that made the list. I feel like the list for the most part is pretty spot on. Um, I definitely want to hear your opinions when it comes to the list on if you feel like Double XL got it right or not. Um, I think this year was one of the better lists that we've had in a while. I was talking with, um, a friend the other day and we just mentioned how, like, when was the last good double XL freshman list? And to me, the last really good one, um, was the one that had Logic Action Bronson, Ab Soul, Schoolboy Q. Like it was, it was stacked. That was a good year. That was a really good year. And I believe the year after that, it was decent, but just, it just didn't really hit the mark because they were trying to do something different with singers. And I believe August Alcina was on that cover. But um, the double XL list is out. Props to double XL for remaining relevant all these years because. Every year we say, oh, double XL is irrelevant. Who pays attention to it? But here we are discussing it, or here I am at least discussing it. Um, and, and don't play 
don't play dumb. I see y'all discussing it on the timeline, but if you are truly just interested because you feel like XXL has not gotten it right so many times, I suggest you tune in this year. I feel like they have. And I'm very um, anxious and curious to see, you know, what follows up from the list because usually there's freestyles, there's interviews, um, ciphers. So we'll see what's to come when it comes to XXL freshman list. Last thing that I want to discuss before we take a quick break is the Rolling Loud Festival that was announced for the Bay Area that will be happening September 28th through 29th of 2019. You can go to rollingloud.com for more information. But um, the two days that the show will be going on, there are two sets of headliners. So there's two headliners per show, if that makes sense. Okay, two sets of a pair of headliners. So on the first day, we have Future and g Easy headlining. And then the second day, we have the Migos and Lil Uzi Vert. I got on Twitter randomly and saw g Easy trending. So I'm like, what did g Easy do? Hopefully nothing problematic because, you know, he's the white rapper right now holding it down. And people were upset. People were you know, baffled, I guess, um, that g Easy would be headlining a show. People are like, wow, it's just really going to be white. It's really going to be whitewashed. It's just really going to be lame. And I'm here to say that I don't think so. Um, one, it's in the Bay Area, which is g Easy's home, hometown, home area. And so if anyone should do it, it should be someone who is repping that area. So there's one. And then two, g Easy has been killing it with the features given they're not his songs but I hear him often a lot more often than people want to I don't know acknowledge or realize when I tune into the radio or when I turn on YouTube what cues up what's playing first is usually you know City Girls, Cardi B, Drake and you know in that top five to top ten songs that are being played g is featured on one of them He's on three smashes this year. I don't think people realize that. g Easy is on West Coast by Blueface, Girls Have Fun by Tyga, Wobble Up by Chris Brown, and Throw Fits by London on the track that features City Girls and Juvenile. So let's not act like g Easy isn't out here, one, being relevant and getting a bag and hopping on really good songs. So I don't see where the gripe is besides the fact that he's white, but Rolling Loud has never been like something where I'm gonna go in like just for like black culture. Like there's gonna be a lot of white kids there. A lot of white people spend money for these types of festivals. And side note, every time I tune into an artist interview, they're saying that their audiences are majority white. Throw in a white headliner. I am not mad. Speak to the audience. Those are your folks. <laughs> like, why am I why would I be tripping off that? One, his music isn't bad. Two, he's not problematic. And three, it's his hometown. Please. Enlighten me of where rolling loud went wrong (laughs) okay but let's take a quick break because i'm sure there's people out there disagreeing right now who need a break from my voice right now so let's play some good tunes and then we'll come back and debate some more i don't think they really ready for my wardrobe i show up right before the store close and blow the feet for my last four shows i do one song and use four flows she used to be a Christian before, and now all she wanna do is shop for Christian Dior clothes. 
Like baby, those are cute, I adore those Me and the salesman build a rapport So he understands the fact that I'm spending offshore dough Cash only transactions, homie And please no receipts, the feds like to explore those They can't audit if they don't know I bought it Been doing it for years, homie, thoroughly I've thought it Through what it do, I am currently recorded On a track admitting most of my currency's imported But too late now, it's too legitimate to hit him with a lawsuit Even if those are acts that I did commit Repeat offender Anita Baker playing in the whip As they pull me over my sweet surrender I got a Jewish lawyer as my lead defender A Mitch Kite as they say he's a legal bender An ATF is present every regal member The coalition, we so efficient You have to be invited or there's no admission We know tradition We spend money, so don't try to compete if you are in no position I wish you would listen I take you back to this trial where I am about to be home again like new edition My footage is solely meant for the shoe it fits in Used to record in the basement that Rennie grew his piffin When pops turned over keys like a new ignition If Hove is Jordan, I guess I'm cool with Pippin Till I mention that I wanna play a new position No team playing, no screen setting Because I wanna win games, coach, I'm through assisting The takeover, the break's over, nigga And I'ma keep killing them until the day the Drake's over The wait's over Tapes coming, the bullshitting, but I am equipped with great plumbing. The human mentality so eager to hate something. I try to play it off like it ain't jumping. And it's the predicament that you found Drake in. The condo that I just purchased sound vacant. Cause I have just been sitting in the cell thinking what I could have done to make my first video groundbreaking. And whenever I'm flowing on the mic, aside from talking about the D I'm throwing in your wife. Treat this one session as if it were my last And I pretend tomorrow is the day I'm going in for life yeah. like that Solid, but this shit ain't metal Slime like a snake, we gon' whack you and rattle I might just attack you and keep it high fashion I told you I ain't lagging, I told you I'm savage F in hollow says aim at apartments I got that Nike check, little bitch, I'm jogging To the little bro, hold up, please get off me Remix, they drink it out in the morning Sipping on so much, this sipping, I'm coughing I'm a wife, I said them bullets connect Diamonds dripping, put a house on my neck Woke with two choppers, all woke with a tech Little bitch, all I want is the sex Good brain, like she passing a test This ain't Nike, but I stay with a check Five bands, and that's just for some Gucci We shooting ops, how like real as a movie Bad bitch, ain't you know that she bougie She suck me up, eat the dick like a smoothie Ay, she suck me up, she ate the dick like a smoothie Rap shit don't work, I'm back, I stick it moving Keep two hammers, bob the builder, I'm tooling Tell me, little nigga, who is you fooling? Uh, who is you fooling? Tell me who next the Bullets, they big, biggest baguettes If she give me top Chop off the neck I wanna rock Michael Jack Flex Iron Man Cause the way that I flex So much ice Frostbite on my neck So much ice You might slip when I walk in Chest shots Would've thought he was cold Bullets ripping through his chest Just like he hoping Bitch give me head I don't wanna hear talking Ball on niggas I ain't talking about sporting Um, little 
Nas X is doing something right. I know the internet tried to cancel him the other day for some old problematic tweets that he may have had in from a fan page. I don't even know all the details, but he's young. I'll say that. And due to his age and due to the success he's getting now, I'm not going to jump down his throat and try and cancel his shine. Y'all try to do it with brother nature. And now y'all doing it with little Nas X. When here we still have dancing Dan Rue who called us niggas to our face and tried to justify it in our face. Dancing at the BT Awards, dancing on new Chris Brown music videos, dancing his ass off all up and down my damn timeline with black people smiling and shucking and jiving. And y'all are so quick to cancel your own. I don't understand it. I really don't. Um... Yes, I get how some people do bad shit and they need consequences. They need to be known, you know, that they've done wrong. I get, I get all of that. But what I'm not going to do is just so easily throw away my black kings and queens when they're still learning and growing. Okay. I'm pretty sure little Nas X is very aware of his problematic tweets that he has in the past or thoughts that he may have had in the past. And he's turned into a new leaf. He has turned a new leaf. He sees success. He sees the guy that he can be now. And I'm sure he's working towards being a better version of himself. I just want to give him that benefit of the doubt because he seems like a good kid. He seems hilarious with his fake trolling that he does on Twitter all day. Um, he's just very in touch to what people are saying and the culture and I'm very curious to see where this young man's career goes and I'm not going to cancel him. All that to say, I'm not canceling him, okay? Cancel Dan Rue first, okay, my nigga? And then we can talk. Whew, y'all like, I mean, like y'all piss me off when y'all do that shit. Like y'all give scapegoat after scapegoat for these white men. And then a black person does one thing and y'all are just done. You know how many chances I had to give Kodak Black before I canceled him? You know how many chances I had to give Kanye West before I decided to cancel him? Do that shit for your people. Give them the benefit of the doubt. See see if they grow. See if they learn their lesson. And if they keep showing you who they are, then cancel. But I'm not going to cancel someone who is damn near like 18 years old who is still learning and adjusting to his new success. That's one thing I'm not going to do. And I didn't mean to make Lil Nas X a whole damn topic, but that's what it's turned into because that's how frustrated I am with my own people sometimes. Um, And let me just end on this note. I have a podcast show, right? Clearly. Along with my podcast, I have social media and on my podcast and on my social media, I share my opinion, my opinion, the opinion that I have right now. If I offend someone, if it sounds problematic, check me, let me know. But what we're not going to do is assume that my opinions or what I say is for someone specific. That's not, that's what we're not going to do because the last thing I'm worried about is someone who is an artist, who is up and coming, who is an individual, who just feels like they're being targeted from platforms. I know a lot of artists and I know a lot of people. And when I share an opinion, it can't be just for one person. It really can't. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't make these episodes just to send subliminals. I don't have the time for that. 
(laughs) I wouldn't do that to my audience. And so if you're listening and you're an artist or if you've reached out to me or you've had some type of communication with me and I've shared an opinion that falls in the realm of what you do or if the shoe somewhat fits, listen, let it be a coincidence and let that be a wake up call for you to see a new size shoe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The shoes that I'm presenting on my platform may not be for you, may not be styled for you. And if you feel like it fits, take that bitch off. Ain't nobody forcing you to wear it. Hopefully that analogy makes sense. Hopefully you get what I'm saying. But just know, never, never. Well, okay, let me not say never. Not of recently. Have I come up here and just targeted targeted one specific individual and their artistry, unless they're, you know, a public figure at that point. Okay. Hopefully that gives some artists peace of mind or just makes people feel a little bit comfortable if they feel like, damn, she over here hating on all niggas from Atlanta who moved to Texas. No, <laughs> what I say is what I say. And if you feel, again, if the shoe fits, that's on you. Let me get off my soapbox and say that Tea with Tammy is streaming on all major platforms. You can follow Tea with Tammy on social media. Announcements to come that are positive and beneficial for the audience and Tammy. Um, if you are in need of some merchandise, hit your girl's line, DM, PM, SMS, BM, you know, hit me, hit me on the two way message in a bottle, pigeon in the air, hit me up. I got you. But until next time, one, don't be out here assuming shit is about you. Cause ain't nobody checking for you. And two, <laughs> sip some tea.